Bruh. Bruh. Prize picks is sitting there, double cheeked up on a Saturday with Jonathan Taylor at 99 and a half rushing yards. I know Tom Brady's 0.5 passing yards was a lock last week. I'd arguably say this one's easier. I'd arguably say Jonathan Taylor has a higher likelihood of hitting 99 and a half rushing yards. And Tom Brady did 0.5 receiving fucking passing yards, receiving rushing, whatever he had to do last week. Higher, higher likelihood of Tom Brady retiring right before the game than Jonathan Taylor hitting 100 rushing yards against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their weapons are hurt. Michael Pittman don't look like he's playing. Alec Pierce don't look like he's playing. This is going to be a Jonathan Taylor game if we've ever fucking seen one. This was the same narrative as last week. It was against Houston. You get those games where there's people talking all summer about John. I can't believe there was re- literally people out there that believe Jonathan Taylor going into his age 23 season, 24 season, was going to get a lighter workload. Some of y'all are fucking clowns, man. Clown behavior. Jonathan Taylor, 99 and a half rushing yards against Jacksonville. You want to know how many rushing yards he has averaged in his last three games against Jacksonville? I'm finna tell you. It's what you pay me for. That's why I'm here. 149 rushing yards per game in his last three outings against Jacksonville. Okay? This is fucking silliness. It's almost disrespectful to the prize picks team. All right? Go hit prize picks, prizepicks.com. Link for the app. Download it in the description. If this is your first time ever playing on prize picks, you could use promo code BDGE. BDGE. That shit's going to get you a 100% deposit match. Fuck what you heard, Jonathan Taylor. All day and tomorrow. How we doing? It's Q and Assault Saturday. Welcome, Mike, where I'm taking all sit-start questions, any trade questions, any questions that y'all might have in life in general, whatever, whatever, whatever. Kicking it off a little bit earlier uh, this weekend, I'm heading to my best friend's wedding. Steve is getting married tomorrow. That's crazy. Craziness. We're dipping out of here at like 2 or 3 o'clock today. We'll be there all day today. The wedding's tomorrow night. You know, we got a little cocktail hour. I can't really get too faded during the cocktail hour, unfortunately, because I got to give my best man speech. I really thought about making him a YouTube video, you know? So what if I made a funny four-minute YouTube video, and that was my uh, and that was my best man speech? I think it would be, like, creative and fun, but I didn't really give it enough thought or time to put into it. And he'd probably be like, what the fuck is this if I ever put it up? So we decided against it. But now we're here. Let's uh, let's talk some foosball. Jerry Judy and Darren Waller for Higgins and Goddard. I would certainly take the Higgins and Goddard side. Uh, I like Higgins over Judy straight up. And as as for Goddard and Waller, they were really close to me by the time drafts actually rolled around. And then seeing what happened in week, like I got I got no problems with Waller as my tight end, but I think like the um, I think the entire uh, like problem with drafting Waller was the fact that like Devonta Adams was coming over and we're like, who's going to be the alpha? Like, obviously it was Adams, but like to what extent? And we saw to what extent the extendo was fucking fully extended. All right. Devonta Adams is getting 14 targets a game and that's going to come at the expense of Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Both those guys will have their games. However, it's very, very clear that it ain't Waller season right now. So if we're looking at like tiebreakers, Goddard and Waller are probably evenly matched right now, but I'll take Higgins over Judy for shout. Can you please take Juju Smith-Schuster out of my wide receiver one spot before tomorrow's kickoff, K? <laughs> uh, no, you're going to have to learn from your terrible mistakes. That's what you get. 
Benny. Wow, looking fucking slick. Look at that hair. I need to. Where's your barber at, brother? Pick two. Uh, we got Darrell Henderson, Curtis Samuel, Elijah Moore, Drake London, Ramondre Stevenson. My head is in a blender. Your well, your head looks great, but I guess inside of the actual physicality of the way it looks, not so much. I live in a perpetual blend motion. All right, got the fucking NutriBullet plugged in at all times. Uh, well, Henderson's a must start. Darrell Henderson, clear starting running back there for the Rams against Atlanta. We love, we love DeHendo. So he's he's the automatic one. We have Curtis Samuel coming off the big game. I still uh. Anytime that we're looking at a Carson Wentz-led offense, I'm nervous about it. I I feel like there's a little bit of flukiness involved there. But I do think that I'm a little bit higher on Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson after week one to the point where, like, I'm kind of comfortable having him in my line. we got Elijah Moore versus Cleveland. Obviously, Joe Flacco's uh, under center, so that caps the ceiling of the offense. I'm a big fan of Drake London, man. I actually really, really like – what we saw from him in week one, I think it's only going to get better as the week progresses. He will get a lot of Jalen Ramsey. I'm curious as to what uh, they do on defense there between Pitts and Jalen Ram or Pitts and uh, Drake London. I think London will probably see a lot of Ramsey. Then we have Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Benny, anyone who asks a question, please do me a favor and ask it with the scoring settings for your league. Because right now, uh, Ty Montgomery is obviously on the IR. Uh, it looks like. Um, who was it? Uh, Pierre Strong looks like he's probably going to miss the game as well. So there's really, I mean, maybe JJ uh, JJ Taylor gets a little bit of run here, but I don't think they want to use him as their third down back. So there's a chance Ramondre gets a ton of work in the passing game. Um, and I kind of like what we are going to get from Ramondre. I think he's going to get a nice little fat workload here. So if this is PPR, I might actually look at Ramondre Stevenson as a guy who's got a really safe workload. If it's not PPR... I'd probably look at Drake London. Um, Pittsburgh's defense is also super banged up, so I think the Patriots come away with the win here. Shout out, Steve. Fucking shout out, Steve. Hell yeah. All congrats to Steve. I'll tell I'll tell him all my internet friends said what up. You damn you goddamn right. How you think we're paying for the wedding? Ramondre Melvin Gordon half PPR. That's a great question. I actually think Melvin's in store for a big game. I think the Broncos will get bike on track here. I think they'll dominate the game script against the Houston Texans. They're a 10-point favorite. They're at home. I think both of the running backs get a lot of work. I think both of them get a uh, a lot of goal line work. So I'm actually going to lean with uh, Melvin Gordon here. Ooh, we got a little dino action here. Dynasty trade. Saquon and Goff for a mid-23 first, 25 second, and Cam Akers super flex full PPR. Um, Okay. This will depend on what your QB situation looks like. Like, if Goff is a piece that you're going to need to be starting all year, I might hold on to him. Saquon obviously looks like the old Saquon. But, you know, before you know it, in a year or two, he'll be on the sell side of things in Dynasty as soon as players hit, like, their, you know, year 27, whatever. It's usually when we look at it. I'm not going to say Cam Akers is a dud in Dynasty, of course not, because he's so young. But, again, like, my whole sentiment all summer was – Running backs in the NFL have such a short window to to gain momentum to be the guy, right? And and if you don't hit it within that time frame, like it's lost. You'll never you'll never get the chance to recapture that peak that a lot of people thought you could have. And Acres is kind of in the midst of losing the grip on what could have been his ceiling. So I'm not really intrigued by that piece. Obviously, the big player here is the 23 first. I haven't dove into the 23 class significantly yet, but they have a lot. They're very top heavy in terms of um, the talent in this class. And by that, I mean, like, I don't mean that they don't have depth. I mean that their top players 
are like big time players. Like if you're a top, you know, seven or eight pick, you're going to get a really, really solid name. I think there's like three or four quarterbacks that should go off uh, pretty early. There's a bunch of running backs that are good. There's a few wide receivers as always that are kind of elite in the class. So they have a lot of good picks. That being said, man, it's hard to sell Saquon right now. Like if you're competing, I'm probably going to hold on to Saquon. I know a lot of people will fucking uh, probably, I think a lot of people will side with the picks trade because it's a chance to offload on Saquon, like sell high or whatever. But listen, the way I look at trades, especially in Dynasty, value does not win you championships. You have a probably top three or four running back for this year in Saquon on your team right now. And this is a PPR league where, like, the Giants have nothing at wideout. They've got nothing in the weapon category. So Saquon should continue to fucking eat in the passing game. So it might sound crazy, but I think I'd probably hold on to the Saquon side unless you're in rebuild mode. Like, if you have no shot of, of fucking chipping it this year, you have no shot of shipping it next year, I, I'd let go of that and grab the pieces, the younger pieces. But if you're going for it all right now, Sha- Saquon's a guy that I would hold on to. Benny. Pittman doesn't play. Traylon Burks or Damian Pierce bash question. Ooh, okay. So that means we are talking about half PPR, uh, flex spot, see the matchups right quick you know what you know what uh actually i, w- I want to show you all this resource it's pretty good i don't know if you guys know uh dr chow he was like former chargers doctor ever everyone on twitter fucking hates him because he's a bunch of stuff with junior Seau and i don't know his personal past or whatever i've listened to him on a lot of podcasts i think he is a uh obviously he's a very intelligent dude in order to be a, a team doctor for an nfl team you have to be at the top of the top of your craft of course he does a lot of content now. Um, it's really, really good content as it relates to like injury stuff. They have their own website where they put a lot of content out. And uh, specifically, they use what they call a six score. I don't even remember. It's SIC. So it's Sports Injury Central. Okay, that's what it stands for. I don't know why I said I didn't know. They have a six score. And it goes through like different players and different teams and how banged up they are. And uh, it's free. Most of it's free. I think they probably have some sort of paywall on it somewhere. But... I think it's an, uh, a resource that a lot of you guys might find helpful. And they've actually found that to be pretty predictive in terms of like betting on games and shit. They do um, a lot of setting the lines for different games and like based on the health of teams as a whole, where a lot of people don't really look at the health of interior players, a lot of linemen, a lot of D linemen, linebackers, safeties and stuff like that. Like we as fantasy guys don't really stay on top of that. So we don't really know how banged up a full team is relative to the other team. Like, how banged up is this D-line compared to the O-line? And a lot of times, those advantageous things lead to the victories that happen on Sundays. Um, so it is SICscore.com. I could actually pull it up for you all right now. There you go. So this is a great fucking resource right here um, where it kind of goes through. You can go through different players, like individual players, and see where the six score is. So basically, like, a six score of a player would be from 1 to 100. If 100 is like what his normal performance is, like fantasy expectation, um, if someone is at like a 68, you expect them to perform like 68% of the way there, full strength, full health or whatever. So um, this is just a cool resource to check out, especially if you are worried or nervous or curious about uh, injuries that you have on your team throughout the week. I'm not even sure why I just went on that tangent. What was the fucking question again? Uh, okay, found it. If Pittman doesn't play, we have Traylon Burks or uh, Damian Pierce. Okay, so hard to trust in Damian Pierce coming off of last week's game. They are a heavy underdog against Denver in Denver, 10-point dogs, which means they'll probably be pretty heavy in the passing game, which means it's probably going to be a Burkhead game. Even if they do give Pierce more touches, it'll be on the ground. It won't be 
in those two four-minute drills, third and longs, which they'll face a lot of. So I'm actually going to go with Traylon Burks here in a game where Tennessee should probably trail to Buffalo pretty heavily. Thanks for the hat, homie. We got you, Aaron. I saw that video you put up. You look fucking good in it. You look way better than I do in, this, in that hat. There's also more merch coming your way. They just shipped in different orders for whatever reason. Full PPR. Pick one. James Robinson, Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, Chase Edmonds. Thanks, man. I uh, I don't I don't think there's a way that you can move off of Michael Carter right now. To be honest, he's he's looked fucking phenomenal. Anytime Joe Flacco's under center, he's he's dumping it off um, like a mailman. It is. Yeah, we're we're going uh, Michael Carter there. If it's me. If Pittman sits London or Boyd, I will go with London here. Pro sales. Flex need one for full PPR. James Robinson, Darrell Henderson, Aaron Jones, or T. Higgins. Uh, it's going to be actually, wait. It, it's going to be between Darrell Henderson and uh, T. Higgins for me. Higgins should be back at full strength. Coming off a concussion. Uh I mean, I actually think they're all pretty much in line for, for pretty big games. Um, I'd say it's hardest to trust J-Rob and Aaron Jones right now just based on what we saw in week one and just the strength of the other options here. If it's my team, I'm I'm probably going to go... Man, that's tough between Henderson and T. Higgins. Honestly, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I might flip a coin there. I like Henderson a lot. I actually think T. Higgins might be a better play because it's full PPR, though. They might try... I mean, they're playing against Dallas... Dallas is with their backup quarterback. Cincinnati should dominate this game script, and that's probably going to lead to a huge mixing game. I, I could see mixing getting another 25 to 30 touches this game and just eating clock. So, struggling right now on this question. Two really good options. I don't think you're going to go wrong if you just have to choose one of them. I, I You know what? I'll go, I'll go D'Hendo there. What's up, Kang, Darrell Hendo, or A.J. Dillon? Yeah, so right now, like, if I'm looking at my running back rankings, I have uh, – Darrell Henderson up at running back 13. I have A.J. Dillon at running back 14. So according to them, I'd go Dillon. I think both of them are going to fucking eat. Uh, A.J. Dillon was awesome in week one. Chicago's defensive front is not scary whatsoever. Um, so I think both of them are really, really good. I'd try to get both of them in your lineup if you could, but I, I guess I'd look at Darrell Henderson first, though. Atlanta stinks. Owen, pick two. Ayuk, Elijah Moore, and Julio, point five. Ooh, interesting. Uh, I'm going to go Julio and Elijah Moore there. What scrub do I roll out in the bash at tight end this week? Njoku, Hooper, Logan Thomas. Um, Damn, that's disgusting. Logan Thomas actually looked pretty good in week one. He got a lot of play. He got some targets. I thought he was going to come out real fucking slow, given he's coming back from the ACL tear. He's a little bit older. Uh, I don't want to just give up on players immediately, though. Like, that's what we'd be doing on Njoku. Hooper is definitely out of the question for me right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Logan Thomas there, Scout. I don't think it's going to be good, but Nick helps somehow. Kelly's number one in my bash league. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be at the wedding tomorrow that I'm going to be at, so I'm sure I won't hear the fucking end of that. Jahan Dotson or Robbie Anderson bash league settings? Uh, for sure, fucking Jahan Dotson. Strong week one performance. I think he's only going to get better. Nick, I'll tell Noah he's doing a good job with the picks and stuff. Yeah, it's, he's a fucking smart kid. Of course he's going to do good. Great guy. I'll let him know. Waddle or Edmonds, half PPR. I'm going to go with Waddle there. 
Anna writing fucking novels out here. Three, bad shit star questions. Just hoping to get your thoughts. Flex, Rex Burkhead or Brees Hall. Super flex, Justin Fields or Mac Jones. Tight end, TJ Hawkinson or Albert O. Three good questions. Okay, let's start one by one. Half PPR. We have Rex Burkhead or Brees Hall. I actually want to see the health of the Browns defense and see if they're banged up at all. They are not. They are pretty fully healthy and stacked up against the run. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to lean away from Brees Hall right now. Um, although he was super involved last week in the passing game. I just I think this is going to be a really disgusting game. The game's going to end up being like 17 to 14. So he might get like 60 or 70 yards, but I don't think he's got a chance of scoring a touchdown. Uh, again, with the Houston Texans, I think they're going to get their asses kicked by Denver. So I do think it leads into a situation where um, they're trailing a lot. So I would actually... I would lean Rex Burkhead here for uh, super flicks. We have Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Yeah, I, uh, I. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I find it really hard to put Mac Jones into my fantasy lineup unless I really need to. He's my QB2 in the bash, but I don't have any other options. I, w- I would go at Fields and just hope he has a big rushing game. I think, I think their floors are similar. I think Fields is a little higher on a week-to-week basis. His ceiling's a little higher on a week-to-week basis, so... Uh, and then tight end, what do we have? TJ Hawkinson or Albert? Oh, ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, I'll still go with Hawk. I think Hawk's a better player right now. I think Hawk's more involved in his offense, um, less competition for targets. That's a higher, probably a higher scoring game between them. The over-under is 48. There's actually like, that's a a really high over-under for the week, which is crazy because typically the over-unders are in like the 50s. And yeah, it's the third highest over-under on the week. And you might not know, over-under just means like the total points expected to be scored in the entire game per Vegas. Uh, I'll go with Hawkinson there. So I would go Rex, Fields, Hawk. Full PPR from Mr. Nathan. Need to flex either Ramondre Stevenson, Elijah Moore, or Ertz. Uh, so I think the Raiders' secondary is really bad. And I think this could be a bounce back. For, it's really hard to have any sort of confidence in uh, in Zach Ertz after week one. So I'm probably going to lean away from him, and that might look bad. Moore and Stevenson is super fucking close. I feel like we've gotten that uh, quite a few times. I want to see the actual matchup, like who Moore is expected to get, sh- if he's supposed to expect to get shadowed by like Denzel Ward or what's going on here. Let me check PFF right quick for you. I'm good, yeah, I'm feeling all right. Baby, I'm at the best fucking order my life. Elijah, where art thou? All right, so I got to clean this shit up this is impossible to read pff what is you doing baby all 
All right. Elijah Moore is running 50% of his routes from the left side, which means we're looking at the right cornerback of Denzel Ward slash who is this? M. Emerson? Yeah, he'll see a, a steady pace of both of them, both of which have played pretty fucking well, actually. Um, ah, man. Moore's due for a big game, but I'm I'm probably going to go with Stevenson. This is this feels like the week Stevenson has a big game with with Pittsburgh's defense kind of hurt and um and Ty Montgomery out. Back with my dust squad, Cole Komet or Irv Smith. <laughs> Thanks, big dog. Uh, I'll go Cole Komet. Irv Smith is not really like he ain't it right now. He's not running a lot of routes. He's not on the field like the entire time. Um, and it seems like it's just Jeffers Jeffers season all the time. So then I'll go Komet. Pittman out. All right, it's official. Am I crazy for thinking about starting Curtis Samuel over CD? No, not at all, honestly. I I don't think I would personally do it, but I, I think they're probably really fucking close in my rankings. Let me see where I have them. All right, they're not as close as I thought. I probably actually need to move CD down for sure. I think CD's going to get a ton of volume. I think like a... a quarterback like Cooper Rush definitely just relies on the guy he thinks is like the best player. I got to move Michael Pittman out. I don't even know who's going to get targets there. I think that makes me a little bit higher on Naeem Hines, of course. I think uh, with Alec Pierce out too, I might throw Paris Campbell in my top 150 rankings as well. I played Paris Campbell over fucking Marvin Jones for show. We'll put Paris Campbell up in... uh, KJ Osborne territory. Yeah, so I would still go CD, but no, you're not crazy for it. Was it a bad move dropping Elijah Moore for Landry? Is it a 10 team with five bench spots? So there's still a lot of juicy players on the waiver. Uh, I mean, Elijah Moore is definitely not a dude I was looking to drop, but I guess I think by the end of the season, you'll regret that because I think Elijah Moore has so much breakout potential, whereas like Landry's ceiling, I feel like we kind of know what it is, but he might be a better week-to-week player for the first like month or so. Need a bash flex, A. Jones or Damian Pierce? Mm, I think that might be where I draw the line for Damian Pierce. Like, that's getting borderline fucking disrespectful if you ask me. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Pierce there. Pitt ruled out for Sunday. Pick two now. We have Carter, Elijah Moore, Edmonds, Jay Robinson, full PPR. Um, Carter for Aaron and I'm not, might sound crazy, but I'm actually gonna go with um I'm actually gonna go with James Robinson here. Ayuka or Elijah Moore. Uh Elijah Moore for me. Ashton Doolin, big sleeper on DFS. Yes, he's the other beneficiary there in Indianapolis. I think. I mean, it could go anyway. It could none of these guys could fucking do anything. But Ashton Doolin, Naeem Hines, Paris Campbell. I could uh if there's a passing touchdown, you know, pretty likely that it might go to like Mo Ali Cox as well. So no one to get overly excited about and like force into your lineups, but Doolin could definitely be a dude. He can definitely be a dude that uh, you know, doesn't pass away on the field. That's about the nicest thing I could probably say. I'm good, you're I'm feeling alright. Any good college games on today? 
Has to be right. This is the second year in a row I've had a wedding on a Sunday during football season. Last year it was week one. The first, imagine imagine spending six months making fantasy football content only to have to go to a wedding on the very first weekend of football. And not only that, I got fucking COVID at that wedding and got hella sick. Worst decision of my life. I should have just fucking wrote a card and been like, sorry. Can't make it. Can't make any promises. Can't make any provolone. Rest of the season, Landry or Jahon Dot Stain. Um, I'm going to take Landry there. I trust the offense more. I trust the quarterback more, surprisingly. And uh, yeah. Penn State plays Auburn today. There we go. Anna, you're uh, where do you go to school? It sounds like you go to one of their one of those schools. Oh, Georgia's playing right now. Georgia, there's a big ass Georgia bar right across the street from here, actually. There's like I saw like 90 fucking people with Georgia jerseys outside, hammered already. Fucking stupid. Stupid. Penn State, all right. Y'all are 2 0, right? Oh, Battle of 2 0. I'm actually going to see I'm going down to Georgia um October twelfth or thirteenth. To see a to watch a Georgia Auburn game at Georgia is gonna be fucking insane. Lost Dak in the bash. Yikes! After only drafting two quarterbacks, welcome to Superflex, baby. I picked up Brissett and Rush. Have Brissett in the lineup right now, but I'm going back and forth. Yeah, that's a uh, Brissett. Like legally, should not be allowed to throw the ball more than seven yards down the field. To be honest. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm probably going to go Cooper Rush there. I don't really have a reason other than, like, Brissett. Here's the thing. Like, if you're going to start Brissett, you might be better off starting, like, an actual flex player. The dude threw for 147 yards last week. Did get a touchdown, but, like, I, yeah, I'm I'm probably out on that. And the Jets' defense, like, low-key is not terrible. They They made Baltimore look pretty fucking mid. Um, they got good cornerbacks now. They got good rush. I this is gonna be a huge Nick Chubb game. I'm I'm really not in on Jacoby Brissett. We have like one good game out of Cooper Rush last year where it showed me a little bit of like his ceiling is possible. You know, there might be something there. Um 24 for 40 against Minnesota last year, 325 yards, two touchdowns. So I think both of their floors are horrible, but I, I do think Rush probably has a higher ceiling. Like, Jacoby Brissett's ceiling, for real, is like 200 yards and two touchdowns, maybe. Bash Flex, Naeem Hines or Penny. Tough start, Penny with Walker back. Yeah, uh, yo, Penny looks so good last week, man. Penny, like, legit looks like a really good running back. That being said, though, yeah, I uh, they're not going to have game script like that again where they can pound it to, to Penny and let him get, like, heated up. And at the end of the day, I mean, he went like 12 for 60. He he didn't have a good fantasy game. Now Kenneth Walker's off practice report completely, and you know they're going to force him into some sort of role there. Even if it's like six or seven carries, it's still taken away from Penny. They're nine-and-a-half-point dogs against the 49ers. They're not going to have the game script to, to run the ball as much as they want. Um, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Naeem Hines there, actually, half PPR. Again, with, with Pierce out, with Pittman out, I think he, he takes like a decent portion of the targets that are gone. going on what is a 
What um what's everybody else doing this weekend? How we doing? How you doing? Bro, it's insane. Um I for I've completely forgot to tell you guys. If you want if you want to get in Q and Assault, because I put these up on YouTube afterwards. If you want to be a part of Q and Assault next week, as well as get our rankings, very simple. Just go to bdge.co and on the top you'll see become a member. This is where you could sign up. So you'll get uh the members only Discord channel, which is where I put the links to all the Q and Assault and any private live streams that I do. Um, you'll get our weekly rankings in season. It's the only place to get them shits. And uh, we actually rolled out a waiver wire weekly rankings sheet that will go out starting this upcoming week. So the waiver wire rankings will have like I, I like literally my rankings for waiver wire pickups, fab budget for suggestions on how much I would spend on fab on those guys and uh, whether or not I use the number one waiver wire if I had it on them dudes. So yeah, bg.co if you want to come fucking yell at me on Saturdays, thus going forward. Oh, we've got some more questions. So Ertz or Frymuth? Mm, I'll go back to Ertz here. He's off the injury report. And again, I think that Raver second, Raven secondary, uh, fucking Raiders secondary is terrible. Ramondre Stevenson or Damian Harris this week. When do you think Stevenson officially takes over? Have both on the bench. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think they're just going to go back and forth for like a while. Um, I, but I do think Ramondre has a, uh, has a good chance to break out this game. So I'm going to go with Stevenson here. Play softball. Son- Actually, let me get this last fantasy question. Last question. Pick one full PPR. Samuel Stevenson. Elijah. I f- Aaron. I honestly feel like you've asked this like forty times. I don't know if I don't know if I'm just going crazy or not. Um, full PPR. I will. T- I'm not going to take Pickens. I'm not going to take Pierce. Samuel's probably the three there for me. Elijah Moore probably has a little bit more ceiling. I feel a little bit safer with Stevenson there. Um, I think I'm going to go Stevenson here, Aaron Marsh. I feel like I've answered Stevenson for so many questions that if he's going to have a shit game and then everyone's going to fucking want to kill me. Such is life. Play softball Sunday mornings and straight to the coach. I'm assuming you mean couch. Uh, We were actually talking about this in the office yesterday. Me and my friends played in a softball league like – Three four years ago, we we did it for two years in a row. There's a there's a bar in my hometown called the Emerson Hotel, and we got them to sponsor us. So we named our team the the Emerson Goatels, Hotel Goats, you know whatever. And their rule like we were supposed to go and like party and drink and watch the games afterwards at their at their bar. Never did. We did it week one, the first week we ever did it. We played two seasons. We didn't win a fucking game. Insane. We were like 20 years younger than every other softball team. We didn't win a single game. We were getting ripped like 22 to fucking three. It was so bad. We were, it was Sunday mornings at like 8 a.m. The games, and this was like peak piece of shit, me and my friends. So we were waking up on Sundays like absolutely ripped from the night before, 8 a.m., pull up to the field. We'd have like someone puking in center field. I'll never forget after uh, one of our games, like Halloween weekend, we, it was like Halloween Saturday night. And then Sunday morning we had a game. One of our guys showed up in a full hot dog costume, like full body hot dog. He was playing center field. Not really sure. Um, I'm not sure how that game went. I don't really remember, but I I think we got mercyed in probably the first inning. It was brutal. I remember one of my friends got in a car accident the night before. He showed up to the game like missing two front teeth. It was so bad. It was so bad. Don't ever play softball unless you're like 50 and know how to play. 
When would you feel comfortable playing Brian Robinson when he comes back? That's a question I can't answer right now. I have no fucking idea. There's too many weeks and reports and stuff for me to like really have any sort of opinion on that, honestly. I think by the end of the year, he'll be in lineups, but I don't know what happens before then. When that fucking ask me disrespectful questions like that. Yo, we didn't win a game either. All right, so we're fucking built this. We're fucking built the same. I love that. If your softball team wins games, you're a fucking loser. That's the way I'll put it. If you can win games for my softball team, I don't want you on my team. Same thing with fantasy. So I fucking drafted Gadarius Tony. There you go. We actually, we almost beat. So uh, one of our gym teachers in high school was on an opposing team in the league, and we didn't play him until the second season, like 13 games into the season, and we were beating them, and they fucking hit a walk-off. Like they hit a walk-off inside the park home run against us. It was devastating. We wanted to beat him so fucking bad. Shit. I mean, even that. Yeah, the problem is, like, these dudes train for it. It's like all they live for, you know? It's like they're old, but they're so good at softball. It's like I'm not really sure what the requirements are to be good at a 50-year-old league softball thing, but they're so good at it. You think, like, I'm, like, spry and athletic and young and fucking energetic? I stink. I played baseball my whole fucking life. I was really good in high school. I can't fucking hit the ball in softball. It's so bad. My I, like, uppercut, and I'm just fucking, I'm done here. I'm done. We're at 33 minutes. That's week two, Q and assault for you guys. Um, again, bdg.co is where you can sign up. If you want to be in next week's Q and assault, and you want to yell at me, you're more than welcome to. And make sure you hit prospects. They're still sitting there with Jonathan Taylor at 99 and a half rushing yards. He's averaged 148 rushing yards against Jacksonville in his last three. It's easy fucking money. 30 carries from Jonathan Taylor. Incoming money, revenue, one incoming to your wallet. I love you, and I will see y'all. We're going to be streaming Monday morning. It's going to be brutal because the wedding is Sunday night. Me, Animal, and Tony are all going. We're going to be in not good shape Monday, but I'll see you then. Love you. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.